welcome to the Family Travel Podcast by A Big Peachy Adventure, where we help families plan their adventures, whether it's for a week, indefinite, or anywhere in between. No matter what your budget, we bring you hints and tips from the experts, inspirational stories of families who are living their dreams, as well as must-see highlights from places that we and our guests visit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Family Travel Podcast by A Big Peachy Adventure. We're so excited to have you along with us listening this week. Um, We are speaking to you from Little Roper, which is a camp at Mataranka, and we have had an amazing day. We uh, went to Bitter Springs, where we took our floating along and floated down the most magical turquoise springs that we have ever seen. Then after that, we came back to Little Roper Camp and the kids met a bunch of other kids and they just ran amok. We had three very dirty but very happy kids tonight. If you're in the area, I highly recommend you check out Little Roper in the Northern Territory. Um, We came across it on Wiki. And we had also been recommended by a few people who follow us on Facebook. So we thank you for that. Thank you for also letting us know to not follow our first impressions when we turned in. It's all a little bit dusty and a little very rustic looking, but we've had a great experience. Cool. So just a few uh, housekeeping issues before we crack on. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's gone on to iTunes in particular and left a review and rating. Of the 40 ratings we have, uh, we've got a 5.0 average, which has helped us to become the number one travel podcast in Australia. But what's actually awesome is we've actually had two four-star ratings and one one one-star rating. Now, the one-star rating had no comment, so that's the equivalent of driving past someone you don't know and giving them the finger, so that's another story. (laughs) But the... um, the comments that we've had, the four-star ratings, have actually been really good. The first one from The Love Rug, yep, that's their name, gave us some praise, but then a bit of constructive feedback. And the suggestion would be to scrap that horrible static noise that comes on at the beginning and the end of the podcast. I don't know if you remember back to the early episodes, but Natalie and I thought it'd be pretty cool if we had like, you know, the whole record scratching thing. It was so cool. It was so cool, but it was also <laughs> so loud and ear deafening. So we got rid of that. So thank you for that feedback. It wasn't until we played the podcast back in the car that we realized how loud it was. I'm like, oh, okay, that's gone. <laughs> so sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> and the other thing as well was uh, MPR Matt, um, listening from Gove, commented that loves the show and information. Uh, the one complaint was the quality of sound when interviewing and sound levels. Although he said he'd be with us, um, you know, and we'd iron it out in time to keep up the good work, we have actually taken that on board. And funnily enough, every episode before this has actually been recorded using our iPhone on speakerphone. And not even the latest iPhone. I think it was like a crack screen (laughs) iPhone 5 or 6. So we have actually had zero equipment up until this point. So now we actually have two microphones, um, an audio interface and two glasses of wine. So we actually feel (laughs) like we're legit podcasters, you know, after 26, 27 episodes. So we hope uh, it all sounds a bit better for you all today. We'd love some feedback on um, whether the sound quality has improved and if you have any other suggestions as to what you'd like us to do or what you'd like us to cover because we love feedback. 
Correct. Now, and that's a good segue. Uh, the purpose behind this podcast, our our twenty under twenty, uh, we'd been you know had requests to do uh, an episode on the modifications we'd done to our car and caravan, but the reality is. I don't think we've really done any modifications. We have bought a few bits and pieces, but, you know, we've always had the approach that more is less, and everything that we've let enter our van and car has actually been about making life easier, and it's quite often the small things. And often it's about reducing the number of steps that we have to take in either setting up our van or packing it up before we leave. Yes, because setting up and packing down with three children who have a love of toys and bits and pieces, we've been looking at the grey nomads that we've been coming across here in Queensland and envious of their two-chair, one-table setup. So we're always looking at ways that we can improve. So I just want to point out that um, the 20 items that we're going to go through is our list, and it's what we've found has helped us. So we're not going to tell you to go and buy it, but we're just letting you know what's made a difference to us. Well, the other thing I'd like to say is that this list is also constantly evolving and things that were on it at the beginning when we first started travelling have been scrapped and there are a few things that have entered the list that if you'd asked us a month ago, we would have not even really known what it was. And that's, um, you know, the first one, number one, and I'm quite passionate about this. So passionate. This week. And it's tyre sealant in a can, a.k.a. slime. Some people may know it like that, but it's actually slime or whatever it's called but in an aerosol can. And why do I love this so much? Well, for 15 bucks, we had a flat tyre the other day after travelling the road from Gregory to Lawn Hill. 31 degrees, hot sun, meant I didn't have to get the kids out and pull everything out of the boot to change the tyre. So I thought, well, what have I got to lose? I screwed this thing on, pressed the button on the aerosol can, it sealed the tyre, and pumped it up to 25 PSI. Now, it got us back from Lawn Hill, back to Gregory. That's 90 Ks of corrugations and rough road. Now, part of me was thinking, oh, I should probably just change the tire. I thought, you know what, I'm gonna use this as a bit of an experiment. And you know what, if I'm delaying the inevitable and I'm gonna end up changing the tire on the side of the road, 50 Ks down the road, that's okay. You know what, it lasted. I finally changed the tyre when we were back at camp and the true test, I think, was when I took the tyre back to the guys at Bridgestone and I asked the dude, hey, is this going to be annoying for you that you've got all this slime in here? And he was like, no, mate, we get it all the time. We just have to clean it out. So look, I think that everyone, whether you're in a caravan or not, should go down a super cheap auto and spend 15 bucks or Repco or wherever and get a can of this, even if you're not travelling. Because think about it, if you're at the supermarket with the kids and you had to get somewhere, you couldn't wait two to three hours for, you know, RAA, RACV, RACQ, whichever state you're in, it would be so handy to get you home. If you're running late, you know, for a super important meeting or a job interview, it would just be a quick fix. Uh, Or if you couldn't find somewhere safe to change a tyre, you know, of course it's not going to replace learning how to change a tyre, but, you know, sometimes it's just not convenient and you don't want to be waiting around for help for a couple of hours. Get one. (laughs) (laughs) You love it so much that I think that if you had a work Kris Kringle for under $20, you would be buying everyone. (laughs) I'd already have one by then, (laughs) just to shut me up. He does love the slime. The next item on our list that we absolutely love is wiki camps. 
we love you, Wikicamps. It is the one app that we think that every single traveller in Australia should use. Um, so why is it so good? Well, we use it to find every single camp spot. Even if they've been recommended to us before we um, drive in, I will always hop onto Wikicamps, read the comments and just make sure that it's in line with uh, what we're looking for in a camp spot. Um, I will then hop onto the price and see if it's a free camp or uh, make sure they're not going to charge us $80 a night for an unpowered site. I um, can then look at the map, see where it is. But the other good thing is the filter function, which we use all the time. And we use it for really exciting things like finding dump spots in towns, um, for finding where there's some potable water. And most importantly is the free camps. You can filter out or pay caravan parks and see which free camps are in the area and then look at them via star rating. We also use it to track our progress. It's really great to have a look on the map of Australia, the little red line to see how far we've come and also to see where we're going. So this app, I think it's about $9 or $8, but it's money very well spent. And while you are checking out the Wikicamps app, also hop on and check out the free apps that Wikicamps also make, which is the Fuel app and the Gas Finder, because they're the other must-have apps in our little repertoire. Yeah, we didn't actually include those in our 20 under $20 because they're actually free. Um, but just to put it into perspective, the actual Fuel Map Australia app saved us over $20 in one use the other day when we could actually work out, you know, do we get diesel or do we push on? and get down to know, you know, less than a quarter of a tank at the next place. And by knowing what the fuel prices were, sensational. So anyway, enough about the slime. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to talk about another huge but small item, which is actually the tea spirit level. So for me, mounting a little five centimetre long spirit level, which shows if the van is level both side to side and front to back, mounting that on the drawbar near the tow ball saves a lot of yelling from Natalie and I to each other during this caravan setup process. Our spirit level before was inside the caravan on the benches next to the sink, you know, which I can understand why it was there. But whenever we pulled up somewhere new, it'd be a case of Natalie being inside the caravan and shouting out to me whether or not the jockey wheel needed you know, more winding or not. So one day we got the van completely level, dollop of silicone on the drawbar, and then lined up the new T-level until it matched it. Now it's a lot easier to know if we need the wheel chocks to level us out side to side. Um, Natalie can jump out and look at the drawbar while we're moving into the site. Also, it's now a one-person job to wind up the jockey wheel to the right height. Natalie can be off doing her thing while I'm levelling it out. No shouting or divorce papers. No, not that I'd ever be involved. <laughs> I don't think I had a reversing argument or anything yet. No, yet. <laughs> and we won't, thanks, that spirit level. And the reversing reverse camera. camera. That's, worth, that's worth way more than $20. But it's it's, a marriage saver. Oh. Uh, now, the next item on our list feels a bit strange for me to include on our list um, while we sit in Mataranka sweating through a 30-degree night, but it is the electric blow heater. Now, there is no way that we would ever use this thing to heat our house at home because with South Australian power prices, it would just be ridiculous. But for our little caravan, it is absolutely awesome. It heats it really quickly and really efficiently. Now, the one drawback is that we obviously can't use it at free camp spots or unpowered, 
but when the really crappy weather has hit and it's been really cold and wet and miserable, most of the time we've been wanting to stay at powered sites anyway. So it's packed away now, but for the first three quarters of our trip as we travelled through the eastern states and down to Tassie where we shivered through some zero degree nights, we've loved this thing and it was my favourite buy at $19.95 from Kmart or Bunnings or somewhere. Or somewhere. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We love it. They're everywhere for under 20 bucks. (laughs) So the next one is a hose bag. Yep, seriously, a hose bag. Um, Packing up and leaving an awesome camp spot when the sun is shining and the birds are singing and there's rainbows and unicorns is bad enough. But you know what's worse? When you have to pack up from a dirty, crusty, muddy and wet campsite. Rolling up a hose that's trying to behave like an octopus, uh, you get your hands all manky and then having to cram it into the storage compartment and contaminating everything else um, just makes the whole thing worse. So getting one of these bags and being able to coil up the hose through the top of the mesh bag and store it neatly was life-changing. It really was. I, I don't know. I used to bitch about this a lot. I wouldn't say it makes it a pleasurable job, um, but these bags certainly make it way less worse and uh, well worth the $19 or whatever they cost. And the next item on our list is an octopus clothes hanger. And we love this little guy, not because he's got a really happy little smiley face, um, but because he cost us about $5 from Ikea and has been one of our most used items. We use it every day. It's so compact and folds down so small and has a great little hook, which makes it very easy to hang off awnings, bathroom rails or a branch. Uh, so what we do is we do a lot of hand washing and then we hang all our smaller items and our quick dry items from the multiple pegs that it has. What we especially like is that if we have to pack up and move and we have washing that isn't dry, unlike a clothes drying rack, which you have to unassemble, you can just pick this up and just shove it in the bathroom, um, still with the clothes on it and take it out when you get to the next stop. And for us, we're happy that it also doubles as a baby toy because Eddie, strangely enough, will happily sit there and play with it for ages. I don't get it, but he loves it. Now, you know you're at a special stage in your life when you're excited about how you hang your washing up, but I'm just as excited about how we're doing the washing. So the next thing for us is a bucket with a screw-on lid. Now, when we set off on a lap of Australia, we had a mini washing machine This was pretty good if we were in one spot and kept on top of things, Uh, but because of its size, it was actually surprisingly labour-intensive to catch up if we'd gone several days without washing. Uh, We still needed to actually use the Caravan Park's washing machines to do bedding, so after persevering for about five months with this portable little mini washing machine, we got rid of it in favour of just using the Park's machines. We naturally found ourselves actually resorting to hand-washing though, Not because of cost, but because of the inconvenience of waiting for a machine to be free at some parks, you know, just when they needed one, there'd only be a park with two machines, or, you know, even having to wait around to get it out if we wanted to go do stuff. So we upgraded from a collapsible tub to a bucket with a screw-on lid. So now we use this as the laundry basket, but then fill it up with water and some detergent when we need to do a load. Uh, If we're about to go anywhere, we just screw the lid on so it's watertight, and voila, the driving does the washing for us. Um, when we get where we're going, we just give it a rinse. Now, I'm doing a big flip-flop here because I'd heard about this way of doing it before. But to be honest, it sounded pretty old school, you know. But to be honest, it's actually working out the best for us, even as a family of five. So I'm glad you mentioned the flip-flop because I do recall you um, 
saying to me on a couple of occasions, no, no way, there's no way I'm doing that. That was something that like my granddad would do eh, just because he was too cheap, pay three bucks or four bucks, but it's actually the best way of doing it for us. And another tip with that is if you use the wool wash, it doesn't need to be rinsed. So uh, if you're running a low on water, that's another little tip to use. So the next item on our list um, is quite specific if you're traveling with a baby. And what we have really loved and used and now miss because we have lost it is the Pigeon Brand Formula Dispenser. Now, I know other brands make them, but none are as good as a Pigeon Brand one, which um, we found quite useful as it's got three little compartments that stack one on top of the other with a handy little funnel at the top, which makes it really easy to pour formula into a baby bottle and not get powder everywhere like I usually do. We find this useful at 3am when we've got a screaming baby and caravans parked up right up close to us to help with the ease of getting the pre-prepared formula into the bottle and into the baby's mouth quick. And it also is really handy on day trips when we have everything all packaged up and we can just whack the formula in the bottle and go um, without having to carry around a tin. So that's the Pigeon baby formula dispenser, but I'm sure other brands would be just as good. Now, the next thing is about security. It's combination bike locks. Um, Getting three of these and setting them all to the same combination, which is one, two, three, four, in case you're wondering, uh, has been really handy. No, it's not really one, two, three, four. (laughs) Why? Well, we use these to lock up the kids' bikes and they can unlock them by themselves each morning. Um, but there's no keys to lose. We use the same locks to chain up the Weber baby queue overnight or the table and chairs when we're leaving a campsite for the day. Because they're all the same combination, it doesn't matter if they get all mixed up. Uh, they're a few bucks from Bunnings, totally worth it. Now the next item on our list is suction hooks, which is the suction caps with hooks on them. Now, don't make the same mistake that I made and um, think that the little sucky suction caps that you get from the Cheapest chip stores are the same. No, we're talking about the bigger caps that have got a push button in the middle and that make them really stick and ultra, ultra strong. How strong are they? Well, they're amazing. Uh, We have them hanging outside our caravan and we hang wet towels from all the time and wet bathers. And then we also put two quite close together and then hook the handles from a shopping bag over them to form a bin so that we can have the bin outside the caravan door, which stops stinking out the caravan and stops little babies getting into it. But yes, the suction hooks, the strong suction hooks, not the small sucky ones, are the best. And next on the list is Velcro. I'm addicted to this stuff. So addicted. (laughs) To me, the best stuff you can bring into your life is the stuff that makes it easier. So for us, where is the Velcro? Well, it's pretty much everywhere that reduces the number of steps in setting up or packing up. Even has a bottle of slime Velcro to the inside of the car. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> um, we've Velcroed the alcohol hand gel to the wall so it can live there all the time but can be grabbed if needed. The remote controls are stuck next to the TV. Chloe's iPod is on the bunk wall. The whiteboard marker is stuck to the whiteboard. And an added bonus is everything has an obvious home and little hands tend to put things back where they belong. I love Velcro. I don't know why we didn't do it at home. I can see us doing that at home in the future. So the next item is the Travel Australia with Kids or the Talk membership. We had Mandy from Talk On in a very early episode of the Family Travel Podcast 
we love Mandy and we love everything that she's about and our talk membership is without a doubt some of the best money that we've spent. So what's the deal with a talk membership? Well, how annoying is it that you have to spend 10 to $25 extra per child when you go to a caravan park? Especially when the caravan parks have nothing for kids and maybe even just really crappy showers or whatever. But even in the ones that do have all the resources, like the water slides and stuff like that, it can make a stay add up quite significantly. So there are a list of um, talk supporters in Australia that offer Travel Australia with Kids participants two free nights accommodation for their kids. For us, it has saved us bucket loads. I think one of the first times we used it, we saved $40. A couple of nights later, we saved another $40. And the most we have saved was $60 just for one stay. It pays for itself like before you've even finished your first camp stay and it's well worth purchasing. There's new supporters coming onto the program all the time. So there are heaps of caravan parks to choose from and we will often look at what talk supporters are in a area before we even look at wiki camps to decide where we're going. It's the best. We love you, Mandy, and we love talk. So the next one for me is gardening gloves. I don't think I'll ever caravan again without using gardening gloves. Um, they come in pretty handy, especially when packing up, uh, rolling up hoses and power cords, folding the ground mat, as well as hitching up the vehicle. Sure, they're a bit dorky, but you know what's more dorky? Being that guy, the one who empties their toilet cassette with bare hands. And all, all the while, stuff is splashing up all oh, over their legs. Stop. It blows me away how often I see this. Like pretty much every time I go to a dump point, the day before yesterday, two guys in a row walked away with blue fluid on their legs. <laughs> guys, wear pants and use gloves. Oh, I'm covering, <laughs> I'm covering up my eyes because Michael's saying to me, "Look at them! Look at what they're doing! They got stuff sloshing all over the spe- over the place." And they're I'm not dry even reaching. Gloves. Yeah, they're not even wearing gloves. <laughs> and I was sitting there dry reaching, watching people empty out their toilets. It was, it was wonderful. Don't do it from standing height. Squat down, people. <laughs> Splash isn't good. <laughs> so gross. Ah, so the next thing is the nice, clean, non-slip matting. Oh, gosh, this stuff, it costs a couple of dollars and you can get it from Cheapest Chips, Reject Shop, all those sorts of places. Um, Audi has them on sale quite often. And it is so useful when you have a house on wheels. We've got it lining our pantry to stop our cans of food moving around. Um, We've got it on our shelf. We have our kettle and fruit basket. And our favourite is to use it as a protective layer between pots and pans in our pots and pans cupboard. Um, It stops them sliding around everywhere, but it also keeps non-stick frying pans non-stick. We love you non-stick, Manning. So the next thing is a little bit specific and technical, and that's an Anderson plug. Um, When you're free camping, uh, you wake up, it's daytime but raining, the last thing you want to do is go outside, take the lid off your battery box, hook up a solar panel with alligator clips, and then close it up again. The worst thing is that it's the cold, miserable days like this that, you know, you need to get up as soon as the sun peaks over the horizon because you need every bit of solar you can. Connecting an Anderson plug to the caravan battery housing and having it there permanently just makes life that little bit easier. It's much easier to get out, connect the panels, and because it's less of a rigmarole, it makes it easy to do it as one of the first steps when pulling up to a new campground. I'm not even sure what number this is, but 3M hooks is the next thing on our list. 
um, in our caravan. I'm looking around and they're everywhere. Like pretty much every single surface, Michael has whacked either a 3M hook or Velcro. So Wise Man once said to me, life is easy if there's a place for everything and everything in its place. He sounds pretty smart. (laughs) (laughs) So you really need these to make the most of space in a caravan. Um, And you know what makes them even better is the fact that Michael is stuffed up with a few of them and there's no holes for misplaced hooks for me to get cranky at him for. We use these for hanging hats inside the door. We use them for torches. Our whiteboard is hanging up using one. And Michael also has his sleep headphones for some reason attached to a 3M hook above his bed. But I think that's another story. Um, oh, and our fire blanket also is held up using 3M hooks. So next, this one's probably a funny one, but I know from chatting to other people, I'm not alone here, and it's a hose joiner. This is the little uh, double male-to-male side hose connector. Uh, it's almost quite laughable about how much value I get out of this little thing. Uh, and I don't even use it to really join hoses. So what's it used for? Well, when you unplug your hose from the tap in the caravan, it's still filled with water. I hate that. It's heavy and water gets everywhere in the storage compartment. If you try to blow the water out of the hose straight from the hose fitting, you can't get a good seal. By putting this little bad boy in, instantly good seal and out goes the water. Uh, Then as an added bonus, you can then join both ends of the hose together to make it a sealed circuit, and then you have a light, empty hose where no water can leak out. So the next item on our list is a waterproof mattress protector. I think we got these from Kmart for nothing very early on because we learned very, very quickly, the very, very hard way that small children need mattress protectors. I'm not even sure why we stalled on buying them. But the one thing with small children is you can almost pretty much guarantee on the night that one of them will have an accident, the other one will vomit or a bottle of milk will be spilt over the whole caravan, including the mattress, and then you'll have sheets everywhere. You won't be at a caravan park. You'll be free camping and the whole place will be on chaos. So the good thing about mattress protectors is it makes washing a hell of a lot easier. It avoids a stinky mattress and I don't know if you're traveling with kids or anyone, just get one. Um, So next one uh, is a wireless weather station. These are the little things that have a digital display plus a Bluetooth sensor you put outside. With caravans and camper trailers having such a small space inside, they're really sensitive to temperature changes. Uh, Opening a door unnecessarily can let the freezing or blistering hot air in pretty quickly. So knowing how the outside temperature compares to inside means you can better regulate the you know little cosy climate you've created for yourself inside and also let you know if it's the time of day to open it all up and let the fresh air in. They pretty much save on heating and cooling power, which is especially important when you're off the grid. So the other day, for example, we were at Daily Waters. It was 32 degrees inside the caravan, but 28 degrees outside. It actually felt hotter outside at first, Knowing that, though, we were able to open up the windows and doors and let cooler air in to help caravan cool down quicker. Natalie's nodding. She thought it was a weird thing at first, but I think she's coming around. (laughs) No, it's quite amusing every morning. Oh, it's 14 degrees in the caravan and it's 18 degrees out. The good old days. (laughs) Now, we're going to go a little bit out of order. We've been alternating here, but Natalie's got the big finish, so I'm going to go next again. Yes. Um, and this is another new entry for us, and this is a jerry can for diesel. Now, 
previously, prior to crossing the Savannah Way, I was reluctant, um, you know, up the East Coast just because of the abundance of petrol stations and, you know, saving one or two cents per litre, it wasn't really worth it. Uh, You know, it'd take years to make its money back. When we started moving around Western Queensland and Central Northern Territory, though, we worked out that by having an extra 20 litres on us, which could get us an extra 140, 150 k's, got us between places with literally a 22 cents per litre difference. It saved us $16 in one go and meant that we didn't have to worry about running out of fuel. Now, the most important one. I feel like there should be a drum roll or something. The number one item that the Peachy family, over 18, um, rate as their number one item when travelling Australia. It is the goon bag. Okay, this is a bit of a joke item, but for under $20, man, it's it's got us through some, <laughs> some, some times, podcasts, some, some podcasts, podcasts, some four-year-old episodes, some long nights and long days. I used to love Goon when I was a uni student. I never thought I would ever, ever, ever go back there. But I'm, I kid you not, I think we, were, we had not even left the first caravan park and I was on Google Googling best tasting Goon bags. It's not about the bags. It's about the nice convenient <laughs> square box that stacks neatly. It's about the practical side of things. It's about one. the practical side, but it's also... The fact that uh, you can get four litres for under 20 bucks, which is also pretty amazing. (laughs) So, everyone, thank you very much for tuning in. Like we said, this is what we've found to be our items that have made our life easier, under $20. Sure, there have been some big ticket items as well, like, yeah, the reversing camera or whatever, but a lot of these little things have made a massive difference. So we'd love to hear from you as well. Uh, Let us know on Facebook at A Big Peachy Adventure. Um, What are your favourite items for under 20 bucks? Yes, thank you so much for listening. It means so much to us to know that uh, people out there are tuning in. We were stoked to see that we've ticked over 20,000 downloads, which for us is... Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing that 20,000 people out there have downloaded our episodes. I know only 25 of those are my mum. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a hell of a lot of other people out there. So thank you so much. We really, really appreciate you and um, appreciate the feedback. And just keep listening and keep chatting to us and we'll see you on the road. Happy travels. Thank you for listening to a big peachy adventure of families travelling full-time. What drives us is hearing of those we've inspired to simplify their life and take the first step towards their travelling goals. So please, if you get any value from what we're doing, the biggest reward we could ask is that you share this podcast with your travelling buddies. Don't forget to click subscribe and also please leave us a review. Five stars hopefully, but if not, that's okay. Please leave a comment and let us know what we can do better. If you'd like to connect with us personally or have any questions, You can find us on Facebook at A Big Peachy Adventure. See you on the road and happy travels.